Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So about Michael Jordan, how you gonna hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. And today is going to be a hot takes podcast because we just like, oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about this. And they're all like so different from each other. So we just said, you know, screw it. Let's just call it a hot takes podcast and let's just let's go at it. Today is Chris and I are going to fight for a little bit. It's just going to be like brotherly love. Uh and uh, <laughs> we have very differing opinions. And we're just going to talk about basketball. I'm probably going to rant about Frank Vogel's coaching ability at being so negative that I don't really think he's coaching the right sport. Uh, just a little hint, volleyball or anything. <laughs> Maybe, ooh, curling. Frank Vogel be a real good curling coach. <laughs> uh, or cricket. bowling coach. Cricket. <laughs> Bowling. Hey, cricket. Cr- oh, yeah. Cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. I got. We just got some things to rant about that are just spewing in our veins that just has to come out somewhere. So, uh, Chris, are you ready to start World War II? Three? Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing I just want to let you guys Ooh. know that even though we are a LeBron podcast. <laughs> Um, this this first thing that we go over will not be truly about LeBron. He'll he'll come in later. He has he has some highlights and some possible lowlights. Big games, <laughs> big games from him. Yeah, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, are you ready to get a WWE body slammed, Jason? Are you ready to get WWE body slammed? I feel That's like I right feel question. like I feel like this is gonna be a true back and forth, and I'm completely yeah. ready for it. I want all the toxicity. I'm here for it. <laughs> You're going to get all the smoke today. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I ain't got no cancer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know, we're beating around the bush. We're not really telling you what we're talking about. Chris, what do you think about that Nets-Philadelphia 76ers game? <laughs> Finally, the chickens have come. I'm just kidding. Um, so, <clears throat> my big thing with the 76ers-Nets game is that this... It, okay, so... Let me get a little backstory right now. So James Harden left, went to the Philadelphia 76ers. I was very critical about it. And then they started winning games. Mm. And Jason was like, oh, my mm. gosh, look, these teams are great. You know what I mean? But my whole thing is that they haven't played any true competition yet, which is true. They played the Knicks and the Timberwolves. Those are not playoff teams. I mean, and they have no big bodies what? to throw. What's up? Carl Anthony Towns? Like, what do what you just let me just let me go. I figured it okay, out. Sorry, I figured sorry. out. I, I got that. Carlton Towns had a pretty good game. Um, I think he no, but he he was like night like night. He didn't have a special game as Joel Embiid that game. So Joel Embiid for those two games get high praises. Jo- James Harden gets high praises on those two games as well. But when they played competition, is where they ran into a problem. So as I'm watching the Philadelphia 76ers game um, versus the Nets, I noticed something. Jason, you want to know what I noticed? Oh, please tell me. Is that, as with most people in the NBA, it's rhythm-based for Joel Embiid. Once you knock him out of rhythm, he is not as efficient as he normally is. And that's very true. When they threw Andre Drummond on him and they got him fouled, Joel Embiid shot 19 free throws that game, had 27 points. James Harden had 11 they shut down James Harden and shut down Joel Embiid because they never let him get into rhythm. Yes, I've saw a couple moments where it was just like, damn, he looks virtually unstoppable. But as soon as he like in transition, 
they have no transition defense, so the Nets ate him up that way. Completely ate him up transition-wise. And then when it came down to the post, Joel Embiid normally eats down there, but if you keep throwing Drummond down there, and he's not there to score, he's there to just be a Dwight Howard, like, a, with Jokic type. You know what I mean? He's really just a, to be a Dwight Howard, like, with, with remember with the Lakers when he, when he was like, okay, I'm going to, like, bother Jokic? That's what Drummond was to Joel Embiid that game. He really just bothered him, and he gave him foul after foul after foul, Got, I wouldn't say it was a mental thing. He never got got in his head because I believe that Joel Embiid is pretty still trap minded at this point in his life, at this point in his career. But he never let him get in rhythm. Constantly shooting free throws gets you out of rhythm, whether you believe it or not. It does. I mean, yeah, you're scoring points. He's like I said, he scored. He shot like 19 free throws, and he made like I don't even think he made. He, he might have made maybe like. 13 of them, I'm not completely sure with the number off my head. That's pretty decent, but he missed he missed a lot of them. So there's a lot of points that he could have gotten too and then kept his and kept his hot streak going. You know what I mean? Like you get hot and you get fouled, then you know what I mean? Then you kind of you start cooling down a little bit sometimes. In most cases, he couldn't get hot. He couldn't get completely hot. We've seen 30-point explosions from him, 40-point explosions from him. We got 27. That's not bad. That's not truly like a bad performance. He's actually really efficient in that game as well. But the secret was you still slow down Joel Embiid by following him. I'm not saying that he's a, it's a hack and Embiid. It's not a hack of Shaq. It's not a hack of Ben situation. But you stop the rhythm. And that's how they beat him. Besides the fact that KD and Kyrie were just on a mission that day. 27 and 25 points from two of your top from your leading scorers. James Harden only had 11. They threw a body at him and shut him down as well. He had 11. He couldn't get going. Joel Embiid couldn't get going because he just couldn't get in rhythm. I think in the first quarter, or it was maybe the second quarter, first half, Drummond had like three fouls and had to be set out. When Drummond went out, Joel Embiid started to get a little bit, of, started to get a little bit going. But they started throwing bodies at Embiid, like more than one body at Embiid. I think they threw when Drummond went out, they threw um, Claxton and Bruce Bowen started throwing those two guys at Embiid. It's really just the big body and slowing down rhythm. That's how you beat the 76ers. I've figured it out. And transition wise, if you can beat the if you have a strong enough offense transition wise, they can't do anything about it. They don't have transition defense. How many threes did Kyrie just hit coming up the court? Like it's it's, it's they have no transition defense. And Harden can't guard Kyrie and Kyrie can't guard Harden. So, I mean, it's like both ways. I'm ready. Is there anything else? No, I'm good now. <laughs> Now I'm ready for your rebuttal now because I just dismantled your team. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, March Madness is around right now, right? Yeah. Is is the NBA season a one game tournament? No. Oh, it's a seven game series, and uh, okay. So you're literally choosing the one game. That they've lost since being back for six games. It's the only competition they faced. And that's facts. Really? They're- the Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Laurie Markins, not enough size for you? That's a, that's, that's a lot of size. But okay, then what are we talking about here? Minnesota Timberwolves have Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns on the same team. Is that not talented enough? The, no. no, the New York Knicks are literally Tom Thibodeau's defensive. I play hard defense every day, and nobody, nobody plays here if you don't try on defense. Not good enough defense for you. Mm-mm. Mitchell Robinson, not a good enough defensive center for you. Mo Bamba, not enough good enough defensive center for you. Andre Drummond has never been known a day in his life for being a defensive guy. <laughs> you know why he has to foul Joel Embiid? Because he can't guard Joel Embiid. Okay, <laughs> you literally cho- like, like it's just, it's just this Joel, this James Harden. A lot of people hate James Harden because he flops. He gets in the rhythm. Oh, he's he travels all the time, even though people just don't know how footwork works and a gather step works. Oh, oh, I hate watching him play. He doesn't average 35 in the playoffs. He sucks. He's terrible. You know, it's not like he dragged that Rockets team with him and Chris Paul and nobody else. PJ Tucker bench. Clint Capella is about to be on a bench. Like, what do we like? He carried that team forever. And then we get to this where they're looking 
dominant against everybody that they're playing against. It looks like they're playing against G-Leaguers. And they get to the one game where Kyrie Irving's playing 50% of the games. You know he's missing the next 13 games out of the next, like, 16, right? They might not even make the playoffs. Or they might make the play in the Nets. Like, you, like it's just, it's just James Harden is so negatively thought of that we are microscoping onto one individual game to make all these grand gestures and not just like trying to turn off the TV when he's dropping everybody and crossing everybody and looking like Houston Rockets James Harden. Joel Embiid is so ridiculously special. These guys are superstars above. These are both number ones on NBA champions playing on the same team. They are so opposing forces. One's an amazing perimeter shot creator, and one's the most dominant interior force in the NBA. That duality wins championships. And, you know, yeah, you found one, one, you found 50% of Kyrie Irving that's playing 50% of the games. He got lucky he played that game. They lose, and he's not on the floor. Nobody cares. Nobody. The Brooklyn Nets are like not going to be. A factor in the playoffs because Ben Simmons can't he sits out for a whole year and his back still isn't right. So he's not gonna play in the playoffs. Okay, when Kyrie Irving's who's guarding James Hart? Who are you throwing at him? Nobody can guard him. You can't you know, Andre Drummond's not a defensive center. Yeah, he's not. Huh? I, I like how you said you said Dwight Howard and you really tried to pick a good guy who's really good defensively, but he's not that guy. He's been a great rebounder and a post player his whole career. Like, it's, it's just one game. We're overreacting to one game. This team is the best team in the East. They got one guy who's a superstar defensively that they can throw off of anybody other than maybe a center and a power forward like Giannis. I'm talking about Matisse Thibel here. You can throw him on Kyrie. You can throw him on DeMar DeRozan. You can throw him on whoever's the best player on the other team other than Giannis. That's it. But on the team that's not Giannis, he can throw him our Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton, and it's going to be a tough night. And those guys are not amazing scores. And then they have to go against Joel Embiid inside. Dominant interior force. And you got to deal with James Harden shooting it from the parking lot. And Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey has really shown that he plays perfectly off of James Harden because he's another guy that can break down the defense. Because... A lot of people don't really understand about basketball is the three and D. We've I've talked about a, a ton. The three and D players are dying slowly in value. Mm-hmm. It's becoming more about who can create when the ball's in their hands. That's slowly moving in that way. And how many can you have on the floor? Tyrese Maxey's a really good. I'm really fast. I'm really <laughs> quick. I can break down the defense and I can shoot the three point shot at a low thirty percent three point percentage. So having all, and then you got Tobias Harris too, mid-range guy, you know, space hit a three. Great value, J. Cole. Six. Yes. He can't guard Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant is amazing. Kevin Durant is one of the greatest players I've ever seen. You know I love Kevin Durant. Yeah. And I would be with you if it's next season and Ben Simmons is healthy and Kyrie's playing all these games. I'd be like, well, you know, that's a lot of offensive firepower and you can throw Ben Simmons at James Harden. Yeah, next year, this is going to be a good matchup. But this year, there's two guys that are superstars that won it really, really badly. James Harden wants to prove everybody wrong. All the Charles Barkleys, all everybody, right? Joel Embiid wants it, right? Oh, you're not better than Giannis. Giannis owns you in the playoffs. He wants it. They want it. They want it bad. They 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 love the being the bad boys of the NBA. And that's what they are. They embrace it. That's their, their uni- united on that. And I honestly, ju- we shouldn't be overreacting to one game. It's one game. You caught what the one night, everybody wanted to watch that game. Kyrie Irving and KD are superstars. Ridiculous, right? But you're, you're not going to get Kyrie for three games in the NBA's playoffs, in the NBA playoff series, especially against <coughs> this team. So, and because of those reasons, I completely disagree with you. 
I, I think this is the best team in the East. There is no team in the East that's like, wow, this is so special. It's like the Bucks don't have P.J. Tucker this year. They don't have Brooke Lopez. They traded for Serge Ibaka. If, I don't know if you watch Serge Ibaka lately, but he looks like he's aged. Like he's starting to look a little more or less athletic than what he's used to look. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's just, they're not as good as last year. The Miami Heat are more of a regular season team, and there's just there's no amazing team in the East. And to have two guys that are just peaking and really want it, uh, this is my team for the East. It's going to take some team that's like the Bulls would be a tough matchup for them because, yeah, you can throw Matisse Seibel and DeMar DeRozan, but who's this guarding Zach Levine? Mm-hmm. That's where things can get interesting with the Bulls. And you got Vucevic, who's a bigger body to throw it and be, he's not going to shut him down, but it's not like you're throwing, you know, Clint Capella at him. You're not like you're throwing Mason Plumley, Montrez Harrell. You know what I mean? So. It's it, that's the Bulls could be a tough matchup, and you have Lonzo Ball to throw at Harden. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a team that matches up really well. So if if that gets to them, then I this might be one of those where great team bad matchup might get upset. But obviously the Bulls have to be healthy. Lonzo Ball isn't healthy. Caruso isn't healthy. They're not sure. healthy right now. But if they're healthy, this they could cause a tough matchup. But I can't think of anybody else. And the Nets, I would I would be with you, Chris, if Ben Simmons wasn't being a little baby. I you know what? Ben Simmons. Honestly, Ben Simmons could go shit in a can. Like, you're an NBA athlete. You get paid to play basketball. You sit out for yeah. 60 games, four months, and yeah. you can't have your back ready to play in an NBA game. Mm-hmm. You are so out of shape that you're back. Like, what are we? What were you doing? There was no way you were. You weren't playing in an NBA game. You weren't. T- you weren't dunking. You were trying to dunk on Joel Embiid. You were sitting on your couch. Why are you not working out all the time? Like, how? How did that happen, Chris? Chris, how did that happen? Like, you are a professional athlete. Show it. Like, gosh darn it, it's not that hard. You know how it happened. So Ben. Ben. Oh yeah, tell me, Chris. Because Ben Simmons doesn't work. He has no worth ethic. None. Zero. You Remember we had this fight before. You was like, I can't say if he doesn't work or not. He doesn't work. This is why. But I don't want to, you know, I don't really want to pinpoint that right now. Because at any other time, I would be so willing to just jump <laughs> onto Ben Simmons. Just, just jump. Uh-huh. But I'm trying to defend the team that he's on right now. <laughs> <laughs> That team's gonna be so tough next year. Seth Curry, Patty Mills. That's another depth. thing. Seth Curry had an amazing game. He did. He had a really good game. He's he's actually like really efficient, really good shooter. I think he's like he's like ranked right now as well with like the like most three points or something like that so far, or on this team or something like that. Like he's really They're good. Gonna miss Joe Harris. Yeah, they, that would have been a great. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna miss Joe Harris. Um, they're gonna miss Ben because of his defensive abilities. Yes. I still think that you know, like things change. Like the world is changing right now again. Um, uh, far as like the vaccine mandates and things like that, it could change in the next month because it's a lot of it's like they're getting a lot of flack for it right now, especially in New York. How like Kyrie can sit in the Barclays, but he can't play on the floor. That's that doesn't make sense. He can sit in the yeah. Barclays, but he can't play. So your three game, like you know what I mean, argument may come to an end because they might, it might. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's gonna change it for one person, but it could, it could change. Man, what if Kyrie is healthy in the playoffs? That's a tough team. That's what I'm saying. When I would Kyrie, still take, when Kyrie plays, still he makes a difference. He just dropped fifty like two days ago. I mean, not no, but uh-huh. it was, yeah, like two games ago, he dropped fifty. Yeah. That's scary. I, I would I would still take the 76ers, but it would be a great series. I would take the Nets. We're going we, to disagree, but We're going to Of course we're going to disagree. That's what this is about. We don't do it often, <laughs> but when we do, we, it turns into a fight. So, I'm just going to tell you right now that I don't agree with what you have to say. Um I, you know, I respect your opinion, of course, wholeheartedly. Mm. You're my guy. Um but the Nets, I I know what I've seen. 
it's I mean, not saying that this could be a one off. I'll watch a little bit more, maybe you know what I mean, and see if see if I can break down the offensive I mean like the offensive scheme a little bit more with like the next game. But like just off the names of the I mean, like I was just like they haven't played anybody when they finally play competition. Like yeah, it may be. I mean like it's the one one in a million time that Kyrie plays, but they get the, they they lose. They lost by thirty three. It happens. I mean, yeah, it happens. But I mean, like the one time you play competition and you just steamroll all these steamroll all these like something like Cavs are not subpar, but Minnesota yeah. Knicks. There's those are subpar teams. That's why when you were telling me about it, you was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm just like, they haven't played anybody. I have to see them play somebody. And yeah, I picked the one game where they have like an where I mean, you could say they had an off game, but they play competition and they lost, like true competition. I don't even know if you want to call them true competition. They're not. Do you know where they're seated? Oh, they're they're no, yeah, they're like twenty four and like twenty five. They're they're they might they might they they're barely making a play in right now. Yeah, they're the eight seed as of today. Yeah, they're like they're like twenty four and twenty five, and the the seventy yeah. six is like forty and twenty five or something like that. Forty yeah. and tw- forty and something. We're see. Yeah. I just looked at it. I, I can't quite remember. Some, we're gonna see some like historic. Ridiculous games down the stretch from LeBron and Kevin Durant trying to carry their teams. Yeah, like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're both. T- Did you know that him, Embiid, KD, and LeBron are? Wait, no, him. Let me check. I don't think KD is tied now. That I think about it. That's but a great leeway. LeBron and like LeBron and uh, LeBron and Giannis are tied for points per game, and I think KD's up there, and so is Embiid. Okay, they're so- all tied. Is LeBron the leading scorer? Yeah, is it KD or is it close? Because I think KD has like twenty nine. What is LeBron averaging right now? Because I think he's. I think LeBron is the leading scorer right now in the NBA after the fifty points. Giannis after has twenty nine point seven. Joel Embiid is twenty nine point seven. LeBron has twenty nine point seven, and Kevin Durant has twenty nine. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a race, and I th- I think LeBron and KD are gonna get the shots up. Yeah, I just I think. I think LeBron's going to get it. I think LeBron, this is a good segue because I'm literally going to lose my shit. I think LeBron James, for for starters, really wants the scoring title because his team sucks. And I would just like to say, Austin Reeves is not an NBA starter. I don't even know if he's an NBA bench guy. He needs to go to the G League. Like what? Is, he doesn't defend. He doesn't shoot overly amazingly. He doesn't have shot great for himself. Like, why is he in the game? And then I got to watch Stanley. Like, I was watching the Wizard once from play the Wizards. They had the lineup Russell Westbrook, Stanley Johnson's, you know, 10 day contract guy should be at the bend of the bench, not starting. End of the bench. True. Austin Reeves, like Russell Westbrook and Malik Monk and LeBron as center. It's like, what is Frank Vogel is literally the worst coach of all time by like five gazillion miles. I don't understand how he hasn't been fired. I don't understand. Like, what is, what what are the Lakers doing? Like, you are wasting greatness at the end of his prime in LeBron James. Wasting it. You're just throwing it out down the drain to say, thank you. I'm going to throw this shit down the drain. Malik Monk's not getting more minutes than... It's just... Austin Reeves sucks. Stanley Johnson is a defensive guy. He they literally don't do anything. None of them. Yeah. They suck. They they have nobody over there that they put on the floor that is good with LeBron James. LeBron James has to no wonder he's losing his mind scoring wise cuz he's like the only guy playing. Might as well just be the LeBron James show. Every game he wins, the Lakers don't win. LeBron James wins the game. <laughs> He's literally dropped 50 twice in the past week because his team sucks so badly. Yeah. It's amazing, Chris. Like, I just, it, it's, 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 Frank Vogel sucks as a coach, and obviously Anthony Davis is not healthy. But if I'm LeBron, I'm forcing my way out, and I don't care who says shit about it. I, this is a dysfunctional team. The fact that they haven't fired Frank Vogel, I, I I don't care what I have to do. I don't care if I have to protest. I don't have to care if I got pulled. Ben Simmons. I don't. I do not care. I gave you a ring. 
when you guys were terrible, I took you from Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart to a ring, okay? You're welcome. Enjoy that ring, and he needs to go. Because, dude, we're witnessing the end. This could be Michael Jordan's 1998 season where everything goes downhill from here. We don't know when that's coming for LeBron James. And we're witnessing the end of a a GOAT. Just like putting on a season where he might be the scoring title at year 19. Yeah. And his team might not make the playoffs with with Anthony Date with a former MVP and a guy who was being considered as the NBA Finals MVP. Where we're talking about top five. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like wh- what is going on? What are you thinking about that? Because I'm just literally It's ridiculous. My mind. Is is honestly ridiculous. Um, LeBron is at is playing at an all time high right now. Like we like we haven't seen anybody in year nineteen perform like this, especially offensively on that level. Um, and speaking of which, that fifty point explosion was ridiculous. He really put the team on his back and carried him. Was like, come on, little guys, we're we're going to win this game no matter what. Um, Yes. And uh, so before I get into that, you know, since we're on the LeBron James, you know, thing right now, um, I do want to talk about the end of that game where he passed up on a reverse layup and passed it to Carmelo Anthony, who then breaks the shot and then they lose in double overtime. I mean, not double overtime, overtime to the Detroit Pistons. Um, so after watching that and listen to all the critiques, media is stupid. It's been stupid. NBA media sucks. Yeah. It's the worst media ever. They look at it from one angle and just run with it. Now, after listening to what LeBron said about how like he overshot it, and then watching it afterwards, like a couple times, just to make sure that that's what actually happened, he overshot mm-hmm. it, and he had no choice but to pass out of it because you. Uh, I forgot what his name is. He was coming. He was coming around. He beat the one guy off the dribble and was going to lay it up, and then he had the guy came around and was going to block his shot, so he had no choice. Yeah. But to, that was that was the best possible thing. He got crucified in media. Got crucified on social media. And they were talking about, like, he's not the best player ever. But to make that call midair with, with the with the clock ticking does not does that not say, like, best player ever to you? I mean, like, okay, wait, I overshot right. it. Let me just look. Let me survey the floor real quick. Carmelo Anthony is open at the corner. Like, I mean, yeah, he had to dribble past the guy. And, you know, Carmelo probably would have normally hit that shot because he was hot coming into that shot. But he missed it. So... That's just what happened. Um, now, on to Frank Vogel. Um, his defensive, I mean, not his defensive, but his lineups have always been trash. Um, the only one thing I hated was that they had Anthony Davis healthy and LeBron James was playing at an all-time great level, um, as always. Yeah. Um, and they just, I mean, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, he shouldn't have got rid of Caruso. I mean, like, yeah, you was trying to improve. You got Russ. Um, Russ's experiment is not truly, truly working out. But then again, it may be working out. But the way the media portrays it, every time you watch it, it's like, look, Russ just dropped 30, but they're like, oh, he had eight turnovers. Bad game, Russ. But he had like 30. So it's like, especially if you're going to shoot at such a high level like that, you're going to be, you're going to have a lot of turnovers. I'm really, really critical. I'm normally really critical of Russ. But since watching everything and then listening to media, you get you get really, um, the, the image of players gets really skewed. Um, you start to think yes. like the media, and the media doesn't know anything about the sport of basketball. Um, <clears throat> but you have to watch with your own eyes. So Russ is not as big as a problem as I thought he was in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. It's just it's all just lineups. So basically, yes. it's like you have two of the highest usage players on the team, and you try to figure out how does that work. So what you do is, of course, you start LeBron and you make Russ come off the bench. Like, how hard is it just to tell him, hey, come off the bench? From what I hear is that he's been willing to do. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know, to go, go into a diminished role, it's not like he just has like such, you know, um, he might he, he could he could possibly like pull a Carmelo in with Portland like they was like he's you know it was like he refuses to start I mean he refuses to not to come off the bench and he came off the bench for Portland so really what you need to do you need to have Russ lead that second team stop putting these G leaguers in with LeBron and expect to win games mm-hmm. stop putting these ten day contracts in with LeBron and expect to win games why have we not moved you know any I mean like we don't have any trade assets right now of course but like you know there there, there had to have been something we could have done at the trade deadline staying pat was not the best thing to do um and that's just something we're gonna have to live with as Laker fans is as LeBron fans but to be in this great then like your second prime is what we can call it as as LeBron and not mm. be close to a championship and can barely and might barely make the play in that's not mm-hmm. great that's not great. So I stand with, you know, with what Jason said. In fact, like I would hate to see him force him to force his way out because I was so critical of James Harden when he did it. But at this point, I mean, th- this could be the beginning of the end. We don't know how much longer, you know what I mean? Cause we're all like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is it. Father's time group is catching up. And then he just like, he like, he's not jumping as high, but he's still jumping. Like when does, yeah. when does, when does it turn to Michael Jordan? Like when, when do we start seeing like, okay, this is Washington he's not the Wizards same player Michael anymore, Jordan. you know. Wizards Michael Jordan. When did we start seeing that? We're like, damn, he's not the same player anymore. Yeah. And then like he has like that explosion of of like of youth, and he's like snatch blocks the 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 ball off the backboard, and then like, oh my god, it's Michael Jordan again. Okay, but then like you're like, wait a second, this still isn't Michael Jordan that we know, you know? Like this mm-hmm. is an MJ. This yeah. is Michael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I agree with a lot of things you said. And the most biggest thing I agree with is. It's so it makes me so sad that Michael Jordan was so loved by the NBA media given every pass whenever he made a mistake always given the benefit of the doubt too. This is Michael Jordan we're talking about. Yeah. He might have made a mistake last night, but this is Michael Jordan we're talking about. Always prefacing that he is amazing and he deserves a pass. Why? Because he was freaking amazing. Yeah. He was the most dominant player in his era and he's one of the goats. Yeah. Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, they both made major mistakes in the NBA Finals. This is Magic Johnson we're talking about. This is Larry Bird we're talking about. Kareem. I'm sure he made multiple mistakes. This is Kareem we're talking about. Every NBA star has been loved by the Completely. Media. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all Everybody throughout the history of time, Chris. And, you know, it's just, it makes me so sad that we're living in an era with the greatest basketball player of all time, and he does not get the benefit of the doubt. Like, do you really think you know more about basketball, what to do in that situation, than him. <laughs> One of the greatest basketball minds was we've probably ever seen, close to Magic. You could you could put us together mentally, Stephen A. Smith, all of ESPN, put all of all the rest of the sports media talk, all of NBA TV. Now NBA TV, which have a chance with like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. But we'll leave NBA TV out of it because they do have some legitimate good basketball minds. You you put all of them in there, they do not count to half, a quarter, a tenth, a twenty-fifth. They are one percent of LeBron James's mind. Yeah. They're out here critiquing. Like there are some players that might not be as mentally they might be great players, but they're not like always making the right decisions and like just 
ridiculous pass. Like Kawhi Leonard is an amazing def- player, amazing defender, great at individually doing his job, but he is not this basketball god. At Worst decision IQ maker. Wise. Worst decision maker. Nobody in the world would ever question Magic Johnson and his ability to make a decision late in game and win the pass the basketball. But for some reason, the top five passer of all time gets criticized. The greatest basketball player we've ever seen gets criticized. The only player I've ever seen you get treated like that is Wilt. Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh, good point. Wilt Chamberlain was so amazing. And the Bill Russell people who wanted to build the narrative stomped on Wilt to lift up LeBron, to lift up Bill Russell, even though he has the scoring skill of Dwight Howard. They never scored more than 19 points per game Yeah, in a season, ever. Mm-hmm. Lifted them up. You know why? To match their narrative. That's the only comparison. And you know, there's gonna be something that comes in the off season that's gonna be like a really great series that goes into depth and all this type of stuff uh, that you guys definitely are gonna want to check out. But you know, only, this is comparable to that because love Michael Jordan. Lift him up. Mm-hmm. Gotta beat down everybody else that contends with Michael Jordan, our narrative. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's the age of new media that we're with living in, and it's sad. It yeah. makes me sad. It makes me sad that we don't have a NBA crew, ESPN crew, following around LeBron all the time. When, when does LeBron get his documentary series? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't LeBron been sat down for an E60 for like everything that he's ever done in his career. How many times do we get that with Kobe talking with people, get, getting really in-depth with conversations? Why isn't LeBron being really loved <clears throat> as much as Mike? It's just, it's it's so sad, Chris. I think he had to produce his own documentary that won more than a game where he was starting like in, in like high school or whatever. I think he mm-hmm. produced that himself. Um, that's, that's sad but yeah i get exactly what you're saying um one thing that i have noticed over the years is that it's in to to be comparable to will you know wilt in like this sense is that everybody else who's a great player during this time period kd steph and mm-hmm. anybody else who may come out they're always lifted way above lebron way above yes. Like they get the they they get the Michael Jordan treatment. They get the mm-hmm. you know the um bird treatment, the the magic treatment. Meanwhile, LeBron is just like looking as second fiddle. But he's it's it goes back to what I always said about Will is that when you don't understand it, you hate it. When mm-hmm. you can't fathom it, you hate it. When you can't understand how six nine two fifty can be a pass first, but he can dominate you offensively whenever he wants. Like whenever his mind yes. goes, okay, into attack mode, he can dominate you for fifty points. That's it's not a one off. This can happen every night if you wanted to. Yes, it's so special. And is you, you you can't fathom that because that's not normal. You're two six nine no. two fifty. You're not supposed to be able to you know steamroll and move like and like run as fast as a gazelle and just run over people and just dunk over everybody. You know what I mean? You know, you I mean you're not supposed to be one of the greatest, like possibly one of the greatest ba- basketball players, possibly one of the greatest passers, one of the greatest basketball minds we've probably ever seen. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be that. You're not supposed yeah. to be that. You're supposed to okay. You're mm-hmm. a, you're a small forward, which you're supposed to do. You're supposed to you know you can get in the post if you want to. You can knock down some threes if you want to because Kevin Durant has allowed that to happen now because of how special and unicorn like he is. <sighs> So now, now you can look at that. You can look at the, you can look at that position like that. But normally, that's not what they're expecting you to do. You're supposed to be a big. You're supposed to be a big, and act like a big. But LeBron doesn't act. Like, LeBron is a guard in a big's body. That's a fact. It he is plays just every position. True through point guard. <laughs> true. It's ridiculous. And it's just why? Why can't we just accept it for what it is? Why do we have to do the step on to lift up things so much mm-hmm. why do we have to diminish one person's greatness to lift up another why can't we just hold them to the same esteem to the same mental and just enjoy basketball for what it is yeah it's great it's one of my favorite sports it's the only sport i watch really and it's <clears throat> and we Get just up. need to res- we need to respect the players we need to respect greatness we, like yes. 
why do we have to i mean like yeah the bird magic thing saved the nba right for sure some people may mm-hmm. put magic over bird bird over magic but truly they're so, they're so equal in play and so equal in like you know what i mean like they're equal players why why do we have we can't step on one to lift the other up we have to hold those in the mm-hmm. same regard the same esteem just like mike and lebron like you can go okay six straight ring i mean six straight rings versus like uh what what is it four and six I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. Four I'm, six, I'm like yeah. four and, a four and six record. You you throw that in his face all the time. You say he's not a clutchest player ever, which he pretty much is. Like he's he has a higher he, he's like what sixty seventy percent on like go ahead and like game winning shots. Like it's something ridiculous like that. Like mm-hmm. how could you say he's not clutch? You just you try at every point possible to diminish this guy just to, just to make sure that. Mike has seen as black Jesus forever. Like this is basically what it is. Yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more, Chris. It's it's all about the way things have been kind of shaped for everybody, right? And it's just it's just uh, the people that we've had on TV. You know, I just other than in my opinion, other than NBA TV. I really like NBA TV. I respect Isaiah Thomas, and I like Grant Hill. Really knows the game. Chris Webber, like those guys, really know basketball. Yeah, I, that uh, I, that's 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 very respectable. Um, you know, TNT is more just funny. Yeah, it's Shaq, it's a lot of controversy. Like mm-hmm. Stephen A. Does I mean like he? I think he played basketball a little bit, but he doesn't know basketball. Mm-hmm. He claims to know everybody, yeah. but nobody really likes Stephen A. Just like nobody likes Skip. Mm-hmm. Only people, people. Only one that people Skip respect is, is Shannon. I like Shannon. <laughs> he's not bad. Yeah, I think he's funny. He's funny, definitely. He's, he's entertaining for sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, they. Yeah. they, they I think it's are... also a thing with like the minds. I think, I think sometimes, you know, the sad thing is uh, sometimes people are more into that kind of basketball talk not mm-hmm. like highly intelligent you know what i mean uh, so yeah that's this that's the sad thing i like watching uh, when kobe you know rp kobe i like when he broke oh down gosh. games when kobe broke down games that that's that's a different gold. level that's what lebron should do lebron should break down games have have you ever seen i think it's like the kobe movie or something like that where uh spike lee directs it Mm-hmm. And it's one game in like he's describing and breaking down everything. And I'm thinking, oh, it's like a quarter in. It's like two minutes in of him just talking about literally everything that's going on in the court. It's such a high degree of knowledge. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I I don't know. I forget what the movie is called, but it is gold yeah. on like quality of basketball knowledge spewing out of his brain. He had yeah, a show on ESPN Plus too. I think I forgot what it was mm-hmm. called though. It it was like I forgot what Peyton it was Manning called. Peyton Manning did the same thing with football. Yeah, and he just breaks it down. DTL Peyton Manning or something like that. Something like that. It was on ESPN yeah. Plus. I remember that. I remember watching it like him, yeah. like Lily in depth, like just yes. okay. This is what happened. This is what, watch this. Look at how Kyrie does mm-hmm. this and just taking it apart. Kyrie's so special. Yeah. Kyrie's Kyrie's so special. He is. He really is a special guy. R.P. to Mamba. That's a fact. I really wish he was still around. His mind is just so special. I, re- I really think that... Uh, I I really think he's... He's... he's. I really think he should be the logo. Like, I know I've talked about it before, but, you know, like, nobody represents basketball in its most purest form than him. Yeah. Because... Like we've said before, LeBron and Wilt and Giannis, Michael Jordan, they are demigods athletically. Mm-hmm. Kobe is very good athletically, but he's just such a ridiculous work ethic and basketball knowledge and true love of the game of basketball and just does it all the right way. I really think he should be the logo. So about Yeah. That. They yeah. they won't move Jerry West. I think Jerry West agrees too. Jerry West thinks that Kobe should be the logo. I wouldn't be surprised since they drafted him. Yeah, Kobe should definitely be yeah. the logo. They should change the logo to to purple and gold, and he should be the logo. Yeah, Jerry West is also a brilliant basketball mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Jerry West, I think he he is the clutchest shooter of all time. I think so. Uh, he's very known for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's funny because he won like one NBA championship and went like nine times or something like that. Yeah. But nobody talks that's about Jerry Jerry West though. Nobody diminishes Jerry West. Nobody, 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 good. nobody throws him down and goes, "You suck, Jerry. You only won one <laughs> ring." No, hey, look at his jersey is in the Raptors. He's probably one of the greatest Lakers of all time, and they just they let that happen. LeBron will go down as the greatest Cavalier, the greatest Miami Heat player, and the greatest Laker of all, and like one of the greatest Lakers of all time. Yeah, I was about to say <clears throat> his jersey will hang three in three different Raptors. I think the greatest. I people debate about the greatest Laker of all time. I think I understand that it's like about who's been playing the longest, but Magic Johnson's a Magic Johnson played for the Lakers his whole career and is the best player. Is a better player than Kobe. Like, is he a better player than Shaq? No. Is he better mm-hmm. player than Kareem? No. But they didn't play their full careers. Yeah. I just, you know, he was Showtime. He was blew up the Lakers as a franchise. I, He's he's in my opinion he is the greatest Laker. You think he's the I greatest? I think it's Magic. Magic is the greatest Laker. I, I I can't argue that. I can't argue that he's not. But I will say that I think that Kobe's impact on the Lakers close is close. So it could go it's either close. way for me. I, I would personally I would say that Kobe might be the greatest Laker of all time. Oh wow, we disagree, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Magic. I will go with Kobe. No, just a Shaq. But I just I like. I mean. I, I just he didn't play his whole career. Yeah, Orlando, Miami. <laughs> Don't talk about Cleveland, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, Celtics. Mm. Those were later years, Shaq. Though those are the down bad days. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kobe would be the greatest. <laughs> Kobe would be the greatest Laker in my mind, though. Okay, well, we will agree to disagree on that one for sure. So, what do you think about this NBA season? Like regular season, these teams. What do you what are you thinking about these this this NBA season? How about this? How about this? We'll just I'll go team by team and you just let's we can just talk about what we think or we can just freestyle it and talk about whatever we think about NBA teams. Well let's I had a spiel season. ready. <laughs> okay, go. Go. Go there. Go. So this season has been the season of ups and downs. And it's just been yes. consistently like fluctuating. Like it's it's very hard this season mm-hmm. to just narrow down, pin down What's going to happen? For example, me and you both, we came into the season, high hopes for the Lakers. Nobody would, we would have never imagined that the Lakers would be fighting for a playing spot right now. <laughs> never. Did anybody see, I mean, like, you, we saw, like, you saw the Bulls being this good. I jumped on later, but, like, it's, that wasn't expected. Miami being the one seed, that wasn't expected. You know, like, I was like, eh, the Bucks not really reaching their potential right now. Wasn't expected. Everybody was, I mean, like, outside of me, of course, because I was like, it's hard to do it again. You were saying that the window was closed. We both were pretty hard, we were pretty harsh on the Bucks at that time. And I think rightfully so, um, because everybody else was like, yeah, they're they're going to repeat. Like, they're going to go back. Like, they're the same team. And I'm like, I don't think they're the same team. And you're like, the window's closed. And I'm like, yeah, the window's closed. Um, <clears throat> who would have saw Phoenix just jumping out in the West like this? Like, I thought the window was closed on them, too. Atlanta's playing great. It's just, it's really hard to just go and just pin a team down and like, this is it. This is the team I'm rocking with. Because as soon as they, as soon as you do that, it shakes up. Like, with the whole vaccine thing, Kyrie refusing to do the vaccine, you know, we respect choice here. Um, him not being, him playing like what, like half the season, maybe even less than that. And then James Harden leaving. Who saw that coming? Like, no, and joining Philly. That was, that was a big shakeup. That shook up the, that shook I'm up the East a lot. <laughs> That shook up the East a lot, <laughs> but it, it was it just we just didn't see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. It's like it's yeah. like, it's been really hard this season as a fan. It's been very exciting as a fan, but it's been as a but just mm-hmm. and and trying to look at a at a team analytically. It's been very hard this season because it's just been it's nothing clear cut at all. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be some random team that wins a championship, like just some out of the blue random team that wins the championship. <laughs> like. I disagree with that, but I really do think it's going to be a playoff, some matchups. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be some weird, yeah. random, out-of-the-blue team that's going to go to the finals out of nowhere. Just like, we're because the thing is that we're still awaiting a Jamal Murray return, <laughs> which could yes. possibly happen. So, yes. 
that's another shakeup. That's another shakeup. Yes. Like, yep. I'm very underrated, but I'm glad you brought that up. Portland. Who saw Portland being this bad? Like, oh, who saw CJ? Suck. Who saw who saw CJ and and Dame breaking up this season? I thought it was going to happen later down the line a little bit. I was, mm-hmm. I'm happy they did, but like, Dame might leave next year. They're not making the playoffs for sure. Like, this is is there? He's probably out of there. Like, who saw yeah. all this coming? Who who foresaw yeah, this? It's pretty pretty crazy season. It's been a crazy yeah, season. A, yeah, I I completely agree with you. And there's you know, my team. I still have the same team. If Draymond Green's healthy, I'm taking the Warriors out of the West, and I'm still I'm gonna go with the net the 76ers probably coming out of the East because. Mm. Cause it's just Clay's back. He's getting more games to come back and get healthy. James Wiseman, I watched him play in the G League a few days ago. He's looking very athletic. He's gonna be coming back soon, and that's where things start getting that super team over there, Gold State. Draymond Green's healthy. I'm taking the Warriors to win it all. Draymond Green's not healthy. It's a toss up. Yeah. It, that's really interesting because if Draymond Green's not healthy, it's really an amazing playoffs. I just I don't think Draymond's Green gonna miss it. I I really think that they're sitting him and they're just trying to play it safe and be like, all we need you for is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going on. I think they're strategically doing it that way. Um. <laughs> But that's my team coming out of the West. You know, I st- I still think the same way about the, S- the Suns, as yeah. I've always thought. They don't have enough shot creators. They're a good team in the regular season, but you know, if you're not good enough scoring to really expose them, if you don't have enough shot creators, you're not going to beat them. Yeah. Like the Utah Jazz would get slapped. The Dallas Mavericks, all they have is Luka slapped. Denver Nuggets, all you have is Jokic slapped. Memphis, Minnesota Timberwolves, you have nobody that you, you guys are so inconsistent and terrible coach. You have great talent slapped. Like now, now, Chris, I highly doubt it's going to happen. If Kawhi Leonard and Paul George come back and that team has all those role players, they could be interesting because they got Covington, they got Powell, they got Rich Jackson. They got one of the Morris twins. Like that, this, that team's got a lot of hot. They got Luke Kennard. The team's got a lot of high level role players on that team. If they come back, it could be really interesting. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we don't know who's going to come back when, but you know the Lakers, they suck. Sadly, sadly, you know LeBron. So you know the Suns can beat everybody but the top three teams. It's just they're the one seed, and they would get the Warriors in the second round. I feel like Memphis would be an interesting matchup for him. Yes. The Memphis Grizzlies, bro, they they I, I don't believe in the Jazz. I don't believe in the Mavericks. I don't believe the, the Nuggets without Murray. Like the, the Memphis Grizzlies could really be the team that everybody's like, they're a young team. They're not gonna do in the playoffs. They got a lot of things that work. Mm-hmm. Jaron yeah. Jackson's they just they've got a lot of guys over there. This team could make it to the NBA Finals on the right road. Mm-hmm. And as I think of it, literally at this moment in time, they have way too many shot creators for the Phoenix for the Suns. They would slap the Suns. Yeah. Because, because John Morant can shot create. Desmond Bain can shot create. If Dylan Brooks is healthy, he can shot create. Jaron Jackson can shot create for himself. Kyle Anderson's slow and methodical, but he can shot create for himself. And you got Tyus Jones. That... that 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 I'm telling you, telling you. If I do power rankings in the West, it's Warriors one, Grizzlies two, Suns three. Fucking hell, Utah. The NBA sucks so bad that I have to go Utah Jazz four, Denver Nuggets five, Dallas Mavericks. I don't believe them <laughs> at all. <laughs> Six, <laughs> the Timberwolves seven, and you know the the rest of them suck. They just need to be healthy. I mean, even Anthony Davis and LeBron James could do damage um, if AD's healthy against the right matchup. But like yeah. the Suns and the Grizzlies, who they probably would face, would be like, it's going to be tough. But they got to get in, obviously. Doesn't he have like a thumb in- injury right now? Isn't that why he's out again? Isn't the Anthony thumb injury? Davis, I don't know. He's just, paper he's mache. It's, it's just a paper mache. 
So what are you thinking about all the things I just said? <clears throat> I can see that. I definitely. I I would love that it, you know that we mentioned the Grizzlies because they're definitely a sleeper. And that's what I'm yes. talking about. A weird random team is going to win the championship. Like I could see it happening. Like it's going to be some out of the blue. Memphis is going to have a really great season. I mean, series against like one of the top teams and steamroll mm-hmm. the West. Yes. Ja is playing out of his mind right now. Everybody should be afraid they're, of Ja because if he doesn't get it this up. year, he's coming back next year. <laughs> worse yeah, than he was this year. Like, and I'm not talking about worse in a bad way. I'm talking about worse in a good way. Like he's a bad man. Yeah. Yeah, like I they're they're a tough matchup for Phoenix. They really are. Because John Moran's got it here. He's got that basketball intelligence. So it's not yeah. gonna be like a you know, I, I do think the Warriors are at a different level when Draymond Green's there because that's that's literally a super team. Yeah. Coached by the greatest coach in the NBA right now. So also, congratulations to Greg Popovich, the most winning coach of all time. A thousand wins, right? Something like that. Some he's 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 the all time winning coach of all time. Yeah, yeah. He, in my opinion, the greatest NBA coach of all time. Definitely, I can yeah. agree with that. I feel like he just he 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 maximized the talent that he was given. Yes, and which was it, it, but it wasn't like super bad talent anyway. But still, he maximized the talent that he was given. He had t- Tim Duncan, Tony Ginobili. You know, he had Bruce Bowen. He had Dennis Rodman at one point. Yeah, the, yeah, he had uh, 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 David Robinson, Richard Jefferson, David Richard Jefferson. Robinson, yeah. yeah, he had a, he maximized the talent he was given. Yeah, he always changed his scheme depending on his actual talent of his team. That's why, mm. I mean, his team is li- they've they've literally had a G League team over there in San Antonio. So yeah, last five years. So and the Dejounte Murray show. Dejounte Murray is nice. Have yeah, you watched him play. He's really nice. Really nice. I also think the Wizards have a potential nice future. Beal, KP, Kuz, that's a five to five to six seed in the East. I, love- I feel like next year they, they will be respectable if they get a point guard from free agency. I love that you're talking about the future right now because I was about to say the future of the NBA is definitely bright. It's yes. bright right now. And honestly, yes. if I had to pick a team right now to lead the NBA into the future, it would be Grizzlies. Grizzlies have everything. They're going to dominate this this league very soon. It's it's between the future. The Grizzlies in the West, Bulls in the East. We live in such a league right now that everything's so fluid. Yeah. At t- trades for agency. <clears throat> I feel like I would, they, I would, these two teams could dominate the league in the future. Like going forward, like what like very like I would say probably two three years. There, these two teams will be like the top two teams in the NBA. I would I would probably go with. I think Atlanta will eventually figure it out in the East. They're close. They're close. Yeah. They're, They're really starting close. to heat up lately. That's scary. That's scary for the rest of the NBA because remember they ran into the Bucks and almost beat the Bucks. So that's scary for the rest yeah. of, for the rest of the league. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're start they're starting to get things together. Um, they just still can't guard a wooden pole defensively. Um, anything you think about the really crappy teams in the West? Portland, San Antonio, Kings, OKC, Houston. Okay, so it's a Portland. Hello, Portland. Um, Hi. <laughs> I feel like you guys should get the Dame jerseys ready. I don't know if you're going to put the thank you or if you're going to burn them like LeBron's jersey. <laughs> but just start running them up now. That man's out of there. <laughs> Can you even burn the jersey? We sucked for 12 years. Hooray! Right. <laughs> he carried us for 12 years. Hooray! <laughs> like, this what, jersey what burning. What are you complaining for? All I want to say is LeBron did it first. LeBron caused the first jersey burning. <laughs> yeah. I never did it. Never participated. But I, we knew. I'm sure we, everybody knew somebody who did that at one point in time. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we're from Cleveland. So. I don't know if you go. Thank you, Jersey Burn. Just get, just get the, get the, get the markers ready, or get the lighter fluid ready. <laughs> one or the other. You're gonna need one. He's leaving. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Minnesota. So I'm normally really critical of Minnesota. Very, very critical of Minnesota, but not for the talent, but for the yes. front office and the yes. just the decision making there and. 
I'm still going to be critical of them because you have Anthony Edwards, you got D'Lo over there, and you're, you have Cat, and you're just wasting. Cat is playing amazing right now, just wasting oh, these guys. Anthony Edwards is playing amazing right now, just wasting these guys. I don't know what needs to happen. I don't know if maybe the owner's just like, as long as we got money, we're good, because he doesn't really care about basketball because you're not winning. You know, you know what I think? You know what I think? He's the worst owner in the NBA. I would have fired everybody already. The Celtics literally just retired Kevin Garnett's jersey before the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He should definitely be in. Kevin Garnett would definitely be in, like, at least two rafters for sure. Um, Minnesota definitely (sighs) needs to fix that. Sacramento's looking a lot better um, when it comes to that as far as um, their front office because they did make some good moves. But and they've been drafting well lately. But other than that, they've just been trash. Minnesota's trash in the front office. Please, please fire everybody, whoever you are, owner of the Minnesota Internal Wills, fire everybody and get a whole new staff because you're not maximizing the, the talent that you have there. And that's a problem. Please do better. Just do better. That's all I'm asking. Just do better. It, it's not hard. Just do better. Just do better. Um, so I think that just about wraps it up. So, um, we have some...